Hey, what's good everyone? It is your boy Dante Duval Barfield, licensed pro counselor based out of the city of Philly, presenting to you episode 5 of The Unorthodox Therapist. Oh, God, I can't thank you so enough for your support. Man, having people listen to me on a podcast is like having white people come see me in my office. I was like, whoa, hold up, y'all. Y'all gonna take help from a 60 black dude? Like, y'all cool with that? And like, oh yeah, homie. I was like, wait, homie, homie. Let's go, white people. I love y'all. And y'all let me know something. You validated me. And you gave me a chance to, you know, I'll be real. Help black people. Because without the starters, I wouldn't have the opportunity to really, really spread this message to not only you, but to everybody that I want to. And personally, I want to touch the souls and the hearts of anybody out there that I can. And especially my brothers and sisters out there. But hey, episode five, what's this all about, huh? Hmm. Well, let's just get to it. Oh, and you know what they say, right? Once you go black, you never go back to your past anger, depression, and anxiety. Let's go. I really want to give a shout out first to everybody who's surviving and the couples who are coupled up surviving and single people who are single and surviving and the parents who are parenting and surviving. This, all three of those sectors are very, very different and surreal and I think some of the most popular dynamics we have. Now, shout out first off to all my single people. I think all of you need a little round of applause during this time. Um, you... Being stuck by yourself, in your house, in your room, whatever it may be, is not an easy task. I say check your privilege, but I'm also going to acknowledge that, hmm, even with all that privilege, you're still all by yourself. So props to you. You know, it's so bad that I I even think, every time I think about a single person, I do like this song just runs through the back of my head. Like, like, every time I'm... Taking the showers, brushing my teeth at this here. Look, man, single people, I love y'all, and I know this is hard, but yo, props to y'all. You're doing it. You're doing the dang thing. All right. So, and couples too. God, Lord, couples. I, I mean, I feel for y'all. Hey, I'm married myself. So I can actually empathize with that one. And one thing that's happening with couples is, um, the the lack of avoidance of a quarantine quarrel what is what is it like to be around your husband wife or partner every single day 24/7 couples got it so bad that i even know uh some fellows out there would be hitting me up be like yo dante man like i don't know what to do man it's getting bad i'm like what do you mean it's getting bad I'd be like like tyrone hit me up like tell me more <laughs> tell me more ty He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, you know, man, it's like it's so bad. Like she got me singing and stuff. Like singing, like yeah, man, we be fighting, and I'll be like, yeah, I messed up, and I gotta, I gotta what? Like when you morning comes, and he'd be like, yeah, like, like this tune just comes in the back of my head. I'm saying, I just, and I'm like, I'm like, don't tell me, and uh, yeah, I bust out. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Tyrone, you must have baby come back. He's like, yeah, man, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be messing up, man. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fighting for nothing. And 
saying, baby, come back. And I'm like, all right, all right, Ty, I appreciate it. I appreciate the love, man. And what are you doing listening to baby come back? Anyway, that's, so I thought she liked Kanye, but all right. I do. There's something about quarantine quarrels that I really want to address today. All right. And by quarantine quarrel, I want you to think about uh, some of these things. Like, have you ever gotten mad right now over somebody, over some BS, over some bullshit? Like, get mad at your husband for sneezing too hard? Any of my single people get mad because somebody FaceTimed you? <laughs> you got mad as shit and you, like, threw your phone. Like, what are you FaceTime me for? Sorry, I love you. I just wanted to hit you up. I'm just your friend. Oh, and you, just, you mad? People inviting you to, to virtual happy hours and you just, you just mad? You be flipping through Facebook and looking at pictures of other people, other couples, you just mad? Mm-hmm. And even, even that, you just mad at yourself for nothing. I know people who happy alone. Who just, then they wake up mad at yourself. What you mad at? I'm, I woke up late today, Dante. What do you, for what? Oh, I just wanted to wake up earlier today. That's one of my quarantine dreams is to develop structure with my wake up. Oh, so what time did you get up? I woke up at 9 and I want to get up at 8. Oh, you get mad at yourself? Yeah, I'm mad at myself. Okay. We get mad at everything. Quarantine quarrels. Are there any listeners out there that are used to being with your partner or kids or by yourself 24-7? Every day of the week? For an unknown amount of time. And every time you wake up, you click on the news hoping that you're going to get a better guesstimate as to when you're going to be able to go back to so-called normal? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing no. Nobody is used, is used to this. I, I, like, I'll be honest with you. The only people who are probably used to being with the same person for that extended period, period of time are actual prisoners who are with those people 23 hours out of the day at moments and then one hour free. COVID-19 is highlighting, I believe, one of our most favorite pastimes. Our most favorite thing to do is be alone. It's showing us how much we just love to be in our own space and how much we hate that we don't have it anymore. Who misses it? We got couples and parents. Who doesn't? Single people? No. I know that single people will even say, I, I actually enjoy being alone, but you might miss something else right now. It might be connection. Social connection. Being able to see people, your colleagues, your co-workers. If you're saying that you have had zero challenges being absolutely alone, trapped from the world and society, and this has been the most magical experience for you, I will say you can do that for yourself at any time of the day. But I do believe that most people in the world, even those who love to be introverts, those who are introverts and those who love to isolate, are also having challenges of still isolating. Those people that we connect with, we kind of need them. They feed us. They feed our energy, our souls. If FaceTime was enough, that's all we would do. I mean, I have friends who I don't touch when I hang out with them, but still being in their presence is enough. It's way more than a FaceTime call. Our alone time is... It's like that 
alone time the husband gets when he's on a toilet, you know, pooping. He's got three, like he got three kids and you're like, oh, I need some alone time. And your only time is on a toilet. I know some moms out there that can't wait to get out of work and have that one hour after work when they get to have their alone time. I know people who wait, who can't wait for the car ride home or car ride to work because that's their alone time to be settled, be in your own heads. Even single people. Sometimes it's not the dating and enjoying space with our people. It's just being able to, having the freedom to do that. And now a quick break from our sponsors. Well, everybody, welcome to our feature sponsor today. Today's sponsorship is brought to you by iStatements. That's right, iStatements. Have you ever been caught up saying you're a bitch or you make me this or you don't understand that? Well, I have something for you. It's called an I statement. I statements can come in many different ways, but they all start with I. For example, I feel down. One of my favorites, I need space. Oh, and this one as well. I can't understand, but I'm trying. Wow. Could you imagine? I know some of us might be more used to uh, the you statement. The blaming that you're the problem. But if you're interested, for this 1999, you can invest in I statements. Sponsored by the Unorthodox Therapist. Please reach out to unorthodoxtherapist at gmail.com. That is unorthodoxtherapist at gmail.com. Back to our feature presentation. After being stuck with anyone for this long a time and your lack of personal space becoming triggered every single day, those triggers become smaller and smaller and smaller to almost minuscule things you really can't remember. I always highlight also how the body interacts with your anger and your frustration when you get mad. You know, as soon as you say that, oh, I, I'm mad, and something's happening inside of your body that's telling you that message as well. I don't know where, where, but somewhere. I mean, I feel it in my arms sometimes, my hands, I get hot, you know, I get, and then when you feel that in your body, you tend to react with it, right? You don't just hold on to it and just play with it. No, you react, and you react to it by normally um fuck you <laughs> that's not what the fuck i meant yeah yeah you know pardon the language but that's about as real as it gets and you're actually and you're yelling and screaming over burnt toast totally uncalled for there dante what's the what's up with the burnt toast how many times have you burnt toast in your life you see it's hard to be rational when your body gets triggered with anger over the tiniest of things and burnt toast might be it Maybe the other day was a cough that sounded uncomfortable. <laughs> Maybe you were singing in the shower and you're off tone. Hey, uh, that sang in uh, A minor, you know, you're a little off there. 
getting mad is a complete part of life. It is so normal and so natural. All right, like getting mad and getting angry, it's, it's like waking up. But it's the secondary emotion to like our true feelings. You know, I'll get into that and like into another episode when I talk about black men and anger. But one thing like today I'll say is anger is a secondary emotion. You know, it's not the first one. It's the passenger. You see, the driver is your real emotion. The driver of that car might be something like, I feel trapped. I feel stuck. Things like that that come out of your mouth, identifying deeper, more real feelings, all of a sudden can open you up to a whole new world. A whole new world. A whole new world. You have no idea what you can do with this. A whole new world of realizing that I didn't sneeze too loud. The impulsive reaction to snap on anyone at this time has to be normalized. Everybody out there, everybody, all my listeners, just just normalize it. If you have snapped on somebody or yelled at somebody over something that you know you would not have three or four months ago, realize that now is the time to understand that it's different. It's not an excuse to say, oh, it's, you know, it's COVID. No. And no offense, ladies, but it's also like saying, well, this is my time in a month and I'm a little bit more emotional. Yeah, valid. I 100% validate that. You won't hear me be like, oh, no, you ain't. That's not real. (laughs) Fellows, if you ever say that, continue listening to this podcast. You're going to need it. (laughs) But one of the things that you got to know is that, no, I'm going to validate that. But I'm also going to validate the fact that this pandemic is real. So it was COVID-19 and you got to sit with your overreactions to things that normally wouldn't be as bad. These are new age frustrations, like new age, like upgraded anger, upgraded frustration. Like right now, the norm, the way that you would normally cope has been completely ripped out of your control. How many of you out there like to be outside, like to meditate outside, do yoga, you have yoga class, you have these things you do, you go to the gym. Do you know what a lot of these things are? They're managing your mental health. You just don't directly correlate it to that at times. Your hobbies, the things you enjoy, the things you do outside of your job and your relationship tend to be the things that also help you manage your mental health. Huh. You're all, you all have your own inner like therapist, you know, your own thing that you do that makes you feel good, that you engage in unconditionally to progress in life. It's amazing. But that's been ripped out from underneath your feet. You can make an ad holding jet, some at home gym, you know, buy a yoga mat, do it with your kids on your back. But hey, it's different. It's an invasion of your privacy. Where, like, where do you go when you're trapped in your house with all of your kids and your husband? Where? Like the shower? The toilet? That's, that tends to be it. Outside? Yeah. Like, finding a space is difficult it's like creating a new space to feel safe in your own space oh my goodness gracious how confusing and complicated does it sound it's as complicated as realizing that your entire outside world has been now sucked inside and i want to open your eyes and mind to how that's also triggering your anger and frustration with anybody and everybody around you everyone 
Isolation depression is real. And this is not a DSM-5 diagnosis, but it's a component of depression, being alone. And some of these symptoms are also components of anxiety. You know, if I wrote this in the book, if I had to write that DSM-5, I would call this episodic isolation depression with anxious features. Go white Dante. AKA, you down, you sad, your anxiety can lead to some impulsive nonsense, all right? You're not feeling good, and it's forced upon you, and you're anxious about what's going to happen next, and anything that intrudes that space, you might overreact to, like your mom when she's FaceTiming you to tell you that she loves you, and good night, yeah. And she might have done it 14 straight days, getting a little annoying here, but telling her to fuck off, Karen, was a little uncalled for. Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit there. You don't want to ease up on the, on the fuck off and bring in more of the, Mom, I'm trying to go to bed, but I love you too. Part of this is just acknowledging that we're being hit by things that we're not used to being hit with. I'm going to be ending today's episode exploring my ways to possibly begin addressing your quarantine quarrels because I think everybody might need a little assistance with this. And the way I'm going to do that, it ain't going to be some step one, step two, step three. I'm going to do past, present, future. So past. What I want you to do, to do now is to start talking about quarantine quarrels. I want you to talk about them with everyone, your partner, your friends, your family. That person on Facebook you might have snapped on, you know, that one post that you just didn't like and you just blew up. Yeah, even just talk about quarantine quarrels because they're real. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge that your feelings and your frustrations are being triggered by some of the tiniest things because guess what? You don't have any more personal space like you used to. And maybe trying to find some of that might help. Present. What can you do right now? During a quarantine quarrel, this might be a little hard, but what I want you to do, I want you to get into your body and realize that you're probably getting mad over something that you don't have to get mad about. You know when I said, like, get, I feel it in my hands and your feet? Feel it somewhere, and at that moment, what I want you to do is take a time out, all right? Walk away. Walk into a different room. Maybe tell your partner or the person you're fighting with that, hey, you're feeling really upset right now. <gasps> Try one of those I statements. They're free. Try it out. That's what you can do in the moment. It works because I know every time you get mad, you know it because you don't get mad enough to do some of the wild, crazy stuff out there that you might be thinking about. And what can you do in the future? Now, the future, I need you to start doing me a little favor here. I want you to now, uh, how you say, go back to the fight and start acknowledging it and acknowledge it as a quarantine quarrel. And I'm talking about the end of the fight. You need to now both sit, whoever you are in that fight with or the group, and say, guess what? Guess what that was? That was a quarantine quarrel. Maybe have some, maybe have a little background music to it. Put this on, all right? 
But when you have a quarantine quarrel, it's gotta have a different type of background music rather than that really annoying other thing in the back of your head you might have. The Purge, formerly known as COVID-19. No, y'all need none of that. All right, just vibe with me, all righty? Go back and say, that wasn't a fight. That wasn't an argument. I don't want to divorce you. I do love the kids. <laughs> I'm not going to burn the house down. And guess what? I love you. That was a quarantine quarrel. We can get through this. Surviving as a couple and as a single person and as a family member or parent, your job is to now so also acknowledge the impact of the COVID-19 on every aspect of your life. Everybody, I really want to thank you all for listening and tuning into Dante's The Unorthodox Steps to possibly find some ways through your quarantine course. Let's go. Everybody, I want to close out you know we love our families and we love everybody that surround and make our souls feel beautiful and whole but we also get really annoyed by them i really appreciate you all for listening to today's episode about quarantine quarrels and hopefully some of this can help you possibly begin being okay with needing some personal space everybody needs it Even if it sounds selfish, you need personal space. If you're a parent, you need personal space. Husbands, wives, you need time away. How do you find it? Different rooms, different times. Schedule it. Take different showers. Take extra long poops. I don't know. But find some extra time. Go for a walk by yourself. Read your own book out back. Do something to get into your own space and be okay. Yes, it has changed. It's not going to be the yoga studio. It's not going to be the gym. But it will be a space where you can really get into you, channel you, and be okay with it. Even though somebody's 10 feet next to you. Alright? No one is used to this. But guess what? We can adapt. We can adapt to the changes that COVID-19 has brought to us. If you had a fight with someone during this time, you're probably regretting it. And if you didn't have a fight with somebody during this, during this time, good for, good for you, all right? But a lot of us have, all right? And I, and I hope that all of you who might feel a little bit uncomfortable during it, yeah, channel that. Channel the change that I need people to feel to make better decisions. It's okay to feel uncomfortable and to, and to feel bad for getting mad at somebody. And it's also okay to take a step, step back, accept that change, Tell them you're sorry and acknowledge the impact of the coronavirus. If you don't, continue quarantine quarreling. But there's no need for statements like, I want a divorce, or I hate you, or this is all over. I like things like, we can get through this. We can survive. We got it. Let's go. My name is Dante Duvall Barfield, the unorthodox therapist. Reach out. Email me any comments. I appreciate the love, everybody. We'll be out of here. Oh, and one last thing uh, before you all go. I, I hope you all know something. I know you're going to survive this. We're going to do this, everybody. Happy COVID 19. Pray to your loved ones. I love y'all.